0: Welcome to Strictly Anime, a podcast for anime reviews and discussions by casuals for casuals. My name is Courtney. And
1: I am Carl.
0: This is episode 57. Shout out to Halt 57. And we're reviewing our favorite anime OPs and EDs. As always, there'll be spoilers. I don't know. There might be spoilers. I think it'll be like-
1: Light spoilers. Yeah, light
0: spoilers. Because I don't think we're going to talk about anything that really happens, but something might pop up. Anyway, you've been warned. I'm really excited to talk about this this is a we have a list of discussion topics that we eventually want to hit on on strictly anime and i feel like this is probably one of the ones i've been most excited about
1: yeah let's talk about the ops and eds yeah let's (laughs) let's become a a meme in our our episode discussions
0: i know we, we always do touch on them every time we review an anime we start off before we even get into the episodic review by talking about the op and the ed because it's a it's a big part of what makes an anime an anime i mean other shows obviously have openings and endings but there's something about ops and eds and anime culture that is very like powerful is a cheesy word but it kind of is powerful
1: i mean they're part of what can make an anime iconic right
0: 100 percent. you can identify an anime just by like the first few seconds of the op song or just looking at a couple of of frames from the op i mean again like it it might have the character in it so yeah maybe it's easy to identify it but you get what i mean it's there's something about ops and eds that is really influential
1: iconic or (laughs) memeable yeah it could go one of yeah Yeah. one of two ways iconic or (laughs) memeable
0: But um, before we get into things, we would love to give a huge shout out to our newest patron, Ryan S.
1: Ryan, 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 Ryan. Round of applause. Thank
0: you so, so much for supporting the Strictly series and all of our weeb stuff that we do here, helping us continue to make anime content and allowing us to continue sharing our love of anime with the weeb community.
1: So yes, thank you again to Ryan S. for bringing music to our world, (laughs) just to tie in with the theme of today's episode. But if you would like to support the show and get access to things like bonus episodes and the pre-show, our show schedules, all that good stuff, and to submit questions for us to answer on our podcasts and on our patron-only Q&A, then head to patreon.com slash thestrictlyseries.
0: We got a couple of other items that we want to, I don't know, catch up on. One of them is like very much not important news, but today I got my first Apple Watch, and literally the first thing—must be nice. Literally the first thing I did was um, I made—I made and I guess installed—I don't know what you call um, it—I put an anime watch face on my Apple Watch so that I can be the fucking weeb that I am, and it um, is—I'll describe it, I guess. It's the manga panel, one of the last manga panels from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4, where the main group is staring up at the sky. And I guess, semi spoilers, it's, I'll, I'll kind of keep it light, but it's when a certain character ascends into heaven. It's
1: Jesus not Christ. Not Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> but a certain character ascends into heaven, and they're all looking up at the sky. And you've got like Jotaro, Rohan, um, Okuyasu, Josuke and it's funny because they all look like they're fucking looking at the time on my watch so i thought it worked out great i also made one actually a couple that are uh gintama-esque um one with gintoki and then one with gintoki kagura and shinpachi and that's what i did all afternoon just that
1: very productive day for you yes it was very wow. exciting
0: that was my most <laughs> um, anticipated part of i guess becoming an apple watch owner is having a picture of anime characters or I guess in this case, manga characters, on my wrist all the time.
1: I don't know. I I still personally prefer analog watches. I know there are benefits to having a smartwatch, but I just think the the analog watch look is so classic. You do have
0: that nice PlayStation watch.
1: Yeah, which is just a cheapo watch that I got (laughs) from E3 or... My first E3 a couple of years ago.
0: Hey, but it's it's a nice souvenir. It's a nice way to remember our first and only E3 that we were able to go to.
1: Yeah, and reading analog watches is becoming a thing of the past, apparently. So Yeah, that and
0: <laughs> being able to write in cursive.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, well, I guess I can't... Well, not that I can't read analog watches. I can read them. But I guess what I have the upper hand on is military time. I set everything in military time. Yeah. Which is... Uh, for some countries normal for the u.s not normal but i used to be a flight attendant and we had to read stuff in military time and i feel like it's a good life skill i guess to have so yeah everything's in military time including i'm my pretty wife.
1: sure japan uses military time too that
0: is correct so every time i have to look and see when a new anime premieres um it's easy for me because it's usually like uh military time jst
1: just add or subtract 12. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and speaking of Japan premieres, we got the new Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2 teaser trailer. And that yeah, was hype. Yeah, how was I, it, Courtney? I don't know, because <laughs> I didn't watch it, and I'm not going to watch it because I want to go in blind. Okay, I've gone in blind pretty much all of Attack on Titan, and I want to continue that trend for this final, final, final part.
1: I did watch the 30 or so seconds of the trailer because... I feel like I've gotten like spoilers from reading certain media or even just from friends. Or memes. Um, Yeah, from memes too. And it's just a lot of really quick shots of certain scenes and certain characters. There is one character that I am deeply concerned of, and you probably know which one if you listen to our Attack on Titan episode reviews, but it still left me pretty hyped to see the conclusion to this very epic anime saga.
0: Yeah, and um, we do want to let everyone know um, that we will be bringing back our Attack on Titan special event, which is a review series where, in addition to our regular weekly scheduled episodes on Mondays, we'll also have um, reviews of each new Attack on Titan episode the Wednesday following the day that new episode premieres. So I think last time they were premiering on Saturdays,
1: Sundays, Sundays, I Sundays? And yeah. so
0: we would um, review, record, and then put those episodes out the following Wednesday. So definitely look forward to that. More information to come as we get, um, I guess, more or more info on Attack on Titan, but I guess closer to the premiere date, because I think the premiere date was also confirmed alongside that teaser trailer for January 9th, 2022. January 8th? January 8th, 9th, depending on where you live.
1: Sunday, January 9th. 2022
0: in japan so most likely depending on what time for folks on the side of the world it might be like january 8th either way that weekend it'll be premiering um it's been confirmed it's been announced and yeah we will continue to share details on our special event review series as it gets closer okay so into the topic of the day Anime OPs and EDs, Um, one thing I do want to call out there is we asked our followers on Instagram to share with us their favorite anime OP or ED, and we got some really good submissions, so we're going to share those at the end of this discussion, but for some housekeeping items before we get into it, just a couple things to note on how we approached this favorites list, the OPs and EDs that we're going to talk about are really in no particular order, this isn't a ranking, it's just a general list of our favorites, um we when thinking about what we consider our favorites we thought about these ops and eds not just in terms of the song which i know is the most probably the most powerful part of of these but also the visuals too and how well it fits the anime um and for this particular episode, we're going to do something new, and we're actually going to play some short clips of each of the songs that we mentioned. We may get copyright flagged down the road. Um, I don't know. We'll see if that Oops. happens. <laughs> we'll edit them out, but let's hope it doesn't come to that because I think it'd be a lot more exciting to be able to play short clips of these songs. But I don't know, man. Maybe it'll be a YouTube situation where we get flagged and copyright stricken and then, you know, almost banned because YouTube's crazy about that stuff
1: youtube
0: yeah don't they like scrub people's oh i meant YouTube? more so
1: like we're we're our our main platforms are. oh yeah i'm just joking. i'm saying like on podcast <laughs> yeah, yeah I, on yeah.
0: podcast platforms similar to how youtube has that algorithm where they scrub shit for copyright stuff and then they slap you on the wrist um i don't think that's a thing as of yet on a lot of major podcast platforms, but I could see it becoming a thing of the future. So if um, if that ever happens to us down the road, we may have to re-upload this minus the audio clips, but we'll keep them in there for now.
1: Yeah, I'll probably just play a, like a recorder version of them <laughs> if it comes to that.
0: <laughs> um, one fun thing that I wanted to have us do, although I didn't actually mark it, so I might forget, remind me if I do, um, I wanted each of us to pick, as we go through our list, one OP and ED that would be the OP and ED of your life soundtrack. Because I know like a, a soundtrack song from Code Geass would be like my life's soundtrack song, but I also need an OP and an ED as well to go with that. So think about that as you go through it. But again, I hope I don't, I don't forget. Um, we'll have an honorable mentions uh, list at the end where... For example, like if a, a song's absolutely amaz- amazing, but the visuals suck ass or vice versa. Um, or if there's one song that we love, but we haven't watched the show, so we can't t- comment too much about, you know, how good the OP or ED really is. We'll throw it on our honorable mentions list at the end. And this, of course, is by no means an exhaustive list. Um, there's a shitload of OPs and EDs that we love and that are on our Spotify playlists and all of that. Um, And I could see us probably revisiting this topic in the future as more OPs and EDs come out, but I think we've got a solid list to start. So let's get into it. Can I start this one?
1: Go right ahead.
0: Okay. So first on my list, although again, it's in no particular order, I'm just going to start us off right here with a fucking banger. The first one is... Code Geass, Lelouch of the Rebellion, OP1, Colors by Flow. Is this one on your (laughs) list, yes or no?
1: It is on my list. Hell
0: yeah. Okay, Jibunwo, Need I Say More. This song, absolute banger. Every time it comes on, it just takes over my mind, body, and soul. (laughs) And visuals-wise, so I had a little bit of, of trouble kind of justifying this one. Both in terms of song and visuals, because the visuals are pretty standard for a shonen. Um, it shows us the characters, it shows us shots of the environments um, and the nightmares, um, but overall, just kind of highlights key things without too many spoilers. But not doesn't do anything out of the ordinary. But I will say of all the Code Geass OPs, this is the one that seems most unique visually because I think we mentioned in our Code Geass review series that the other OPs tend to reuse a lot of imagery from previous OPs, which is actually kind of weird to me. So I think this is probably one of the best, if not the best, Code Geass opening, plus certainly one of my favorites. Yeah,
1: now that I think about it, a lot of my lists of OPs and EDs, These choices are based on whether or not I would sing these songs in like a karaoke session. (laughs) Yeah. So obviously with Colors by Flo, um, the first OP for Code Geass, um, it's definitely on my list because I know we've attempted to sing this song with friends at like a karaoke, when we did karaoke at at our place.
0: We, uh, you mean you? I don't, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't uh, sing. I'm petrified of singing, right. but in my heart, yes, <laughs> I screamed inside my heart.
1: <laughs> and there's just something about that, like, synthesized trumpet at the beginning. Yeah. Well, there's and the like drum that, yeah, that the drum roll. Yeah, the drum roll. And then that stupid synthesized trumpet. Um, and then It just, just screams like the early 2000s sound of, of Code Geass.
0: And then they just slap you in the face with the jibboon wool. Mm
1: hmm hit the Jimboon (laughs) wo
0: like that's all that's all you need to say is jibun wo and i will immediately know what you're talking about that's it like that that to me is pretty pretty powerful so you're up next what's what's next on or what's first on your list
1: so this one should be revered as an anime classic and that is Tank by the Seatbelts from Cowboy Bebop.
0: Hell yeah, I'll, I'll even one-up you, not one-up you, but I'll even add to that, it's iconic. It, it, it holds that coveted title of iconic, I think.
1: Yeah, it is definitely the jazz anime standard that is unrivaled in both visuals and sound. Even, I know that this, the song itself is well known even outside of the scope of like the anime community. Um, And even the the visuals of it, you know, it seems like it's inspired by and like an action or crime show from the 70s. And I actually watched the Archer intro um, because a lot of people have been making comparisons with the Archer intro and how it compares to um, the original Cowboy Bebop OP. And it's very strikingly similar.
0: Really? I should watch it. I've seen Archer, but I don't think I've ever caught the OP or the opening it's weird mm. calling an American cartoon um, like an op-, OP. Yeah, it's it's the opening. But yeah, I, I agree. I mean, there could never be an OP more fitting for Cowboy Bebop than this one, both musically and visually. It stands apart from any other OP, at least in existence to my knowledge, because the visuals, first off, don't spoil anything, which is fantastic. Um, the song has virtually no lyrics besides the spoken word part in the beginning. And it is just so fucking cool. It's so stylized. The art is incredible. And there's something impactful that happens when a song and the accompanying visuals just work so fucking well where you're blown away every time you watch it. Like I I can, I've never had an experience where I watched this OP and just was not totally engulfed in it and just enjoy the shit out of it. And it just, yeah, it just goes so well. It all blends together and fits the show to a T.
1: And I know we haven't mentioned this yet on the podcast, but I'd like to briefly talk about the Netflix live action. Oh lordy, <laughs> that is I supposed mean... to, to come out. Oh uh, boy, <laughs> I think later, later next month. Um, so they during Netflix's I guess streaming announcement event, which I think was called Tudum, um, John Cho introduced the the actual opening for the live action, which. It's basically this opening, and they use tank in that one as well. But I, I even I know that Netflix um, posted the the opening on Twitter, and then I responded with a, a gif of um, Don Corleone from The Godfather saying, "Look how they massacred my boy," because <laughs> that's basically what happened. Like you know, as as iconic as as this opening is, I know they were trying to pay respect and be as as much of an homage as possible to the original but there's just something about the original that that has has a has an essence that can't be transcribed into live action no matter how hard you try
0: i completely agree so i've never seen it because i knew i wouldn't like it i i'm just one of those people who has never been a fan of live actions i've never seen a live action that was nearly close enough to good um, or worth watching, and so I just, I get nervous about them. And this is one of both of our favorite, um, top three all-time favorite anime. So it's, I, I'm just scared. It's going to put me in a really bad mood if I watch it. But I have heard a lot of people say the same thing. There's certainly a, a fan base that, a part of the fan base that says, this is good, it's it's an honest try, you know, it's not that bad. But there's also a, a, probably a larger part of the fan base that says, this is just, like, cheap. It, it's just, they, they understand what they're trying to go for, and they appreciate the attempt, but it, uh, from what I hear, it just turned out to look very campy, um, almost like,
1: like well, Brazzers porn parody. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard that, extreme, but... <laughs> that's an extreme criticism. Um, but,
0: but I have heard it looks very amateur for what is supposed to be a professional production. Mm-hmm. And just looking at the costumes and still images that I've seen that have come out already, I could say the same thing just about like the characters and the sets. It all just looks like. A bunch of weebs put it together um in you know with their low budget and with their lesser skills (laughs) in filmmaking and it just feels like a cosplay situation which is not bad cosplay is amazing but not for a professional um you know huge production like this is supposed to be but anyway
1: yeah we digress yeah so (laughs) So.
0: cowboy bebop the op the original op tank is absolutely amazing but i have to ask would you consider this the op of your life soundtrack or do you have something else?
1: I have something else that's kind of similar. But this would probably be a runner-up just because of how much I love this song.
0: It is your, your ringtone. So. It is. <laughs> it,
1: it's my alarm clock in the morning. Yeah, every time. <laughs> so every time they do the da-dun, da-dun, da like I get triggered by that, even just listening to it, like listening to the song properly. <laughs> um, and, you know, I just love this song so much that it's actually uh, the – the three, two, one, let's jam line from the beginning of the song is the name of my anime playlist on Spotify.
0: That's true.
1: So, it's it is a public playlist. So, if any of you out there want to give it a listen, go right ahead. Um, just be warned that right now it clocks in at fifteen hours. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we have a lot of music from anime that yeah. we love. It's a, it's a joint list um so yeah if you're if you're enjoying our op and ed list our favorites list definitely check out that spotify playlist if you can find it (laughs) because you'll get you'll get a plethora of other songs in anime that we really enjoy but moving on i'll i'll jump to my next one on my list here this is a very timely one because it is Tokyo Revengers Season 1 OP, Mm. Cry Baby by, I'm going to fucking butcher this, official Hige Dandism? Yes. Question mark? Okay. Um, This is another one where, like Tank from Cowboy Bebop, the song and the visuals came together so perfectly that it made what should have been a very standard OP just so fucking amazing. I love this fucking OP and I just don't know why. Like, I think everything just blends together and matches so well that I was like, this this just fucking works. Um, and it's not too spoilery, except for a few quick shots towards the middle of the OP. But in general, it's it's really not spoiler. You just get shots of the characters. And I have to say my favorite part is the actual opening of the opening, where the song drops and you just got the title, Tokyo Revengers. Um, in red across a white screen and then it pans down to the cityscape that's a really cool shot to me I also love when I think right after that they show us um, Takemichi from the future or I guess present day mm-hmm. and then he's walking and then the camera kind of flips to his side instead and then Naoto's right behind him that whole thing was just really stylized and I thought it turned out really really nice so that is another one of my favorites
1: and just the song itself it's a very unique musical sound i would say for an anime op because like i know this is still like a rock kind of feel um as as with many anime ops um of this kind of genre or i guess like shonen if you could consider this a shonen i think it's a shonen yeah yeah. but then i think i mentioned this in our first um tokyo avengers part one review is that there's It starts off with like this sort of detective or sleuthy sound before going into that alternative rock, which you know kind of fits in with what's happening um, in the show itself. Uh, Without delving too much into spoilers, there is like some time travel involved and and trying to figure out certain events and how to create different outcomes to the events. So, like I just love love the song and even the the full version of the song. Um, it just goes into all these sorts of, of crazy like different musical sequences um, that really make it unique. Um, yeah visuals wise you have a much crisper character designs than what you typically see in the show itself, especially towards the later half yeah. of, of the se- of this first season.
0: yeah for anyone who tuned into our Tokyo Avengers part one or part two reviews we did touch on how there were some struggles with the animation kind of in the middle of the show
1: yeah. But it's not like bombastic visuals that you would usually see in, in OPs, um, where it's like all these characters panning around, doing crazy action shots. It's just flashes of different, uh, like memories, or or of different characters um, that that just fit in with the musical uh, musical motifs. Um, and I guess to what you said earlier you can't really tell what's a spoiler in this op anyway because of the the factor of time travel
0: yeah so, that's true
1: yeah just an effective op all around
0: i agree i want to echo what you said about the animation it, it just looks clean and that's all you can ask for like i don't need insane animation although i certainly appreciate that but i just at minimum for the op and the ed want the animation to look clean um because that's I mean that's the that's the one part that gets repeated you know week after week or episode after episode so please just let it look good (laughs) just make it look nice that's all I ask but yeah Stoke Avengers" certainly does look nice and that it's just such a cool song and I don't know the name of the lead singer I apologize but he sounds like Bruno Mars I just I think he sounds like Bruno Mars like he has that Bruno Mars-esque type of sound
1: he doesn't look a thing like Bruno Mars. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah,
0: <laughs> a lot of people. There's not many people who look like Bruno Mars, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, he just he has that Bruno Mars type of sound to his voice, and he's got a really powerful voice. Yes, and I enjoy listening to him sing. I think he sounds awesome.
1: There's a live version of this. I think they had a concert sometime during the year, um, and just watching him perform it live is just crazy because it's it's very high vocals, and it's it's hard to. To hit those, and you know, I've I've tried singing this song on my own, and it's even a struggle for me. But he just nails it perfectly. So. Yeah,
0: and you have um actual music training, song <laughs> training, it sound so, training? so professional. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I, I can't didn't even get in, myself like, to sing. I didn't sing at so. <laughs> Carnegie Hall or anything. But
1: yes, I I, I have taken vocal lessons. There you um, go, vocal lessons. That's yeah. what I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> but I have yet to reach the level that this man is singing at. All right,
0: what's next up on your list?
1: I'm going back to another throwback, and that is... HT by Suneo Imahori, the OP for Trigon.
0: Hell yeah, that was on my list too. That That's a good one.
1: This one is actually what I would consider the OP of my life.
0: Oh, really? <laughs> the Trigun OP. Interesting. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah. So HT, just like Tank, is another example that OPs that have instrumentals can work well if pulled off right. Um, I just love that classic 90s rock sound of it. Um, and it's coupled with like these very iconic uh, and sometimes campy visuals of mostly Vash the stampede um it's him in like either serious mode or a goofy mode especially a lot of shots with his billowing jacket and obviously the 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 guns the the gun that he holds um oh like so i remember like i would play this just cruising down the road in like a, my car and it just has that that nice feel to it
0: i agree it's a fucking banger it's just another one of those songs that's fucking cool It's just cool, and it's not like a rock song that's, I don't know, like, you get a lot of screamo and stuff in some anime Mm -hmm. um, OPs, but this one's different. Like, it has a very, I guess, Western feel, for lack of a better term, Um, and so does the show, really. I mean, it's kind of set in, like, this Western type of environment, and to be fair, though, the OP visuals do reuse a lot of moments from the actual show um, so they, a lot of them aren't original images, but they're all, all of the most striking and cool moments um, and shots of Vash. So I don't mind it. And for a show that that's, that's that old, that's kind of typical from that era of anime to have um, a lot of recycled... Not recycled, I hate to say that, but reusing some of those shots um, in the, the OP. But it looks great. And like you wouldn't really know cause, unless you watch the whole thing because they seem like they're original images that's what i thought
1: because again there's a lot of shots of like vash like, sitting on things or standing on things with his his, his jacket there's,
0: so that those do show up though they not oh. all of them i think some of them may be originals for the op but there are a lot that um that show up like him walking in the desert with his like bag slung over his shoulder or whatever i'm pretty sure that's from mm. um one of the episodes because when we did our trigun, um well for me a rewatch and for your first viewing i picked up on that because it was the second time i had seen the show um Man, that was a while ago. That was one I got first. It was like, first, yeah, one of our f- Yeah, first review series that we ever did um here at strictly Anime. Man, what a throwback. Throw throwback, throwback. throwback. <laughs> <laughs> what a throwback. Um but yes, I have to agree. HT is great. I don't even know what HT stands for. Do you know?
1: I don't know either actually. Hot Trigun. I'll like, hit hit the <laughs> tr- hit the trigger. Hit the trigger. <laughs>
0: And next up on my list, as I scroll back up here, ooh, okay, this one I'm going to have a lot of fun talking about, but you may not be able to speak too much to, and that is... Gintama Season 2 OP 1 Togen Alien by Serial TV Drama. And I would also oh, okay. make this the OP of my life. <laughs> it is so good. And I know you love the song. I know mm-hmm. you were confused at first when I threw it on your playlist without telling you, but it's I a good song, I- right? I- yeah. <laughs> it's so good. I think the reason this is one of my favorites um, is because this is the perfect OP for Gintama. It encompasses everything about this show in 1 minute and 30 seconds. The song has both fun, upbeat parts, I think what you would call like the verses, right? And then more intense parts like in the chorus of the song. And that complements the the transitions of comedy to drama in the show because this show hits on comedy and drama pretty hard. Um, it's not easy to do that, but they hit on both very, very well. And then... To add to that, the visuals also transition from comedy to drama when the chorus hits or fades out. So you see both sides of this, of what this anime has to offer in this OP. Uh, plus the very first part, like the, the second it starts, you have Gintoki Kagura and Shinpachi making that fucking weird smile <laughs> face. And it's just a great way to say, welcome to Gintama season two. And yeah, I don't know. I just, I love everything about it. It's got all the characters, it's got um, all of the, the goofy things that Gintoki does. And there's also one, I think, one alternate version where the trio um, actually crashes into each other at the end and they lay there on the ground moaning. Kind of like... Yeah,
1: you showed me that Like one. what
0: The Simpsons does, how like... Well, they do it every single...
1: Family Guy has done it. Yeah. Where, where they... it's like that that one dancer interrupts the whole thing. Yeah, and and says... tells Peter she's pregnant yeah. or whatever. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, so that that's basically what they did here is that they had... Um, gintoki and shinpachi on the vespa and then they had kagura riding Sadahadu and then they crash into each other and they're just on the ground moaning like what the fuck did you do that for so yes love this i would call it the op of my life because i feel like my life's got plenty of comedy and drama in it and it's just a feel-good song
1: now the only thing i can say about the song i, I love the song even not having watched gintama but <laughs> i told you this and it's now now it's one of those things you can't unhear. So I'm gonna impart this to all of you.
0: Oh boy, get ready! Is that when you
1: listen to the chorus of this song, tell me it doesn't sound like "God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen." Yes, you're Christmas right. The Christmas Carol, the one like, like you can hear it in the that opening, I know, uh, yeah, opening and, chorus line.
0: And you proved it to me by singing that over this op song as it was playing and i'm like god damn it you're right <laughs> i mean <laughs> <It> there's, <does. laughs> there's
1: only so many like combinations of melodies you can come up with now that they all just start sounding the same
0: yeah but at least um i can have a reason to listen to this during christmas <laughs> I guess, like it's yeah. technically like a christmas <laughs> song <laughs> but yes this one is certainly the op of my life what's on your list next
1: so this one's kind of surprising to me And it's one of the only OPs of this show that I think I ever paid attention to. Oh. And that is... Polaris by Blue and Count from My Hero Academia Season 4. I
0: fucking knew it. I knew you were going to pick that one.
1: (laughs) Again, like... I think because we watched the first three seasons of My Hero so quickly that we were like, oh, just skip these OPs. Um, so when we finally caught up and we were in sync with the seasons that were coming out, which was the first one was season four, obviously we watched each episode by episode, and we like we reviewed some of them um, here on Strictly Anime as our first episode. Yeah, that's, that's literally
0: <laughs> the OG of what we did here at Strictly Anime. We started off with my hero
1: it was like one of heroes the heroes
0: rising or something it's a second yeah movie. it
1: was the movie and then we reviewed a couple episodes from the second half of season four yeah wow so yeah back
0: when our mics <laughs> were not good sounding and we recorded in a closet in a closet <laughs> yes because the clothing padded the sound <laughs> yeah
1: but yeah this was an op that i paid much more attention to and it's your like visuals wise it's your standard my hero opening um, you just have the students and some of the pro heroes going about their day first. Then you have all the action shots and that's like the whole panning thing that I was talking about earlier that feels typical in like showing Um, But it's just the song itself. Like I said, I, I didn't pay attention to much of the songs from the first three seasons. But here, like I noticed it was it wasn't like a hype song like a triumphant song that you would expect from like a, a show about heroes. This one had more of like an emotional um kind of feel to it, an emotional arc. And I think it's just because of the nature of the plot of season four, which revolves around the Shie Hasai Kai and specifically with uh chan Um without oh, yeah. delving too much into it. Um and the song I think the lyrics itself also talk about keeping a promise. So it was more grounded in emotion than previous songs um like the only other song i can recall from the earlier season is the one from the stretching <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> but you know that, that's just a fun song but i think this one i just love more because of of the how synonymous it is with the story of this season
0: Yeah, I I knew you were going to talk about that one or that it was going to show up on your list because I don't like that song. And it's not that it's okay. It's grown on me because you play it so much. But I think what bothers me is at the end of the OP, he shouts Ike. And I'm just like, I don't like the way it sounds.
1: Yeah, it ends very abruptly.
0: I just, I don't know. It's not not for me. I kind of, I pass on it. But if the song comes on and you're enjoying it, or Rob's enjoying it, then fine, I'll listen to it. And yeah,
1: I, this one I remember s- like singing um, as a karaoke song. And it's just... Cause it's screaming just, EK, I'm sure,
0: is really fun. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, the last thing is, you know, the fucking hand shot in the beginning, oh. too. Like, I feel like that's so memeable. <laughs> kind of like um, the OP that you love from My Hero, where they're like, the, the students are stretching. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like, this is the only OP from My Hero that made my list. But it is a special one, I will say.
0: Well, speaking of my favorite My Hero OP where they stretch. Oh, boy. My next one is. My Hero Academia Season 2 OP 1 Peace Sign by Kenshi Yonezu. I mean, there's really no fucking reason that I should like this op as much as I do but it's just good I don't know how to describe it like it I just enjoy the shit out of it the visuals so I think this this was during season two's tournament arcs I think the tournament arc was the first part of season two and it's a hundred percent perfect fit for this half of the season which is um I think yeah yeah it's that first tournament arc and so it's just everyone stretching then hitting some combat moves at the end but i love it because first of all like some of the other op's that i really love it doesn't spoil anything and there are some pretty decent decently spoilery op's um out there in my hero but this one just it doesn't spoil anything at all um it doesn't flash a ton of random imagery at you like the majority of shonen op's it's simple and it works well. I also love the very last shot of Todoroki where he's like lunging forward with like the ice popping up behind him. I don't know why. I just think it's a really cool visual moment that every time this, this comes on, I, I enjoy watching. And the song's a vibe. So there you have it. I'm going to leave it at that. I really enjoy this.
1: I'm watching the O.P. <laughs> right now and watching the, the students um, do their stretching in the beginning. It reminds me of our friends um, <laughs> back at a convention a couple of years ago. Like, this came on um, because we were playing songs in our hotel room. And as soon as this came on, like, everyone just started stretching.
0: Yeah, shout out to our friend Jason, (laughs) who just started screaming, stretch, stretch, and just started stretching on the Mm -hmm. floor because, yeah, the song was about stretching. Well, not about stretching, but...
1: (laughs) Yeah, this is a good song. Again, with My Hero OPs, the visuals, they always have underwhelmed me just because of how how homogenous they all are. Like, I could... If you showed me, like this one, I I can tell you it's from that tournament arc. It's different. Yeah, right? but if you showed me a bunch of My Hero OPs without sound, I couldn't tell you which <laughs> which season they were from.
0: Oh, I agree. They're all the same. They're all the same stuff, like the group shots and then Midoriya jumping and leaping forward. Bakugo's is not too far behind him. Todoroki probably pops up somewhere. Um, but I think that's why I enjoy this one so much because not only in the realm of My Hero, but mm-hmm. in the realm of shonen anime OPs in general, it's it's so simplistic and i enjoy sometimes i really enjoy minimalism and it's just everyone stretching but it makes sense because they're doing a fucking tournament arc and that's all i needed that's all i needed to really enjoy this
1: last thing is i didn't realize that the singer says peace sign in the song until peace like a couple sign. yeah a couple months ago <laughs> which is oh that's baffling to me that I never caught that.
0: It's like how you how you noticed in the Tokyo Revengers crybaby opening. He says revenge. Yeah, he revenji. says
1: Yeah, the last uh verse says revenge. Like the very last uh, word of the the song is revenge.
0: So, yep. It's in there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's just I got to pick up on the uh, the Japanese accent more.
0: The pronunciation. Yeah.
1: So my next OP and I am certain that this is on your list too. Oh boy. is Yo meo Kai Kaikai Kitan by Eve from Jujutsu Kaisen season one. Let's fucking
0: go. <laughs> you you know it. It is on my list.
1: <laughs> like the the visuals on this one are crazy cuz Um, for the most part it it starts off with like these stylized i'll say saunters of the main characters of um, itadori of shiguro and um, kukisaki and then it's coupled with these almost photorealistic backgrounds Um, so vastly different from like the animation that we, we see on the show but i think they just nail that unique style down so well and it It's paired with a very hype song.
0: Let me me jump in there because I completely agree. On the surface, this can easily be classified as a standard Shonen opening. But holy shit, the animation gives me chills every time I watch it. It's smooth as silk. Um, it has really badass shots of the characters. For example, that circ- circling aerial view of Gojo on the tower, that's fucking that's beautiful, cool. beautiful, And yeah. his hair's whipping around, but it looks really well done. Um, Kugisaki, uh, that one shot of her snapping her fingers as the quote-unquote camera kind of zooms away from her and her um, her nails, not yeah. like fingernails, but like, <laughs> Finger but like nails. metal nails kind of lift up in front of her. It's such eye candy. The whole thing is such yeah. eye candy.
1: Even the, the aerial shot of Tokyo in the beginning when you get the title card of Jujutsu Kaisen like it's just so impressive to look at again you think that it's it's a photo of the actual city of Tokyo at night yeah but It's not, and it's just so strikingly beautiful.
0: And on top of that, you have a panda jumping across rooftops. The fucking panda. That was so confusing. (laughs) It's like only a split second. (laughs) I know, and he looks like he's struggling because his legs are probably really (laughs) short and he's probably really heavy. But that was so confusing for the longest time until they introduced that character. I was like, why is there a fucking panda running across rooftops? But... You'll know if you watch the show, but I mean, of course, props to Mappa for mm-hmm. um, or Mappa. I always, I always like flip flop between that Mappa and Mappa.
1: Potato, potato.
0: <laughs> props to Mappa for just making absolute eye candy. Just making this op where the actual animation is is slightly different than the show's animation, um, which they kind of f- follow suit with the the ED as well. It's obviously very different and stylized, mm-hmm. but just making everything absolutely clean. And just phenomenal. I don't know. They did did a great job, as they do with almost everything that they touch. So, yeah, I really love that. And all of this, paired with such a good song, makes for a great OP. It all comes together so well. And lastly, shout out to ConFam for always attempting to sing this really (laughs) fast-paced song at every karaoke thing we go to. It's just, I mean, if you ever, like, really listen to the singer um, or singers and then try to follow the Japanese lyrics, they are going like lightning fast. There's
1: no way. (laughs) there is no there way. is no way And yeah i remember the the first time we sang it, we were all just screaming and trying to keep <laughs> up with the pace of the words on the <laughs> and screen You guys were like
0: all over the place no one could like sing it at the same time because it was just too fast yeah i,
1: I like i almost lost my breath like, <laughs> it was many so times
0: funny oh my god yeah. yes props to you guys for at least making the attempt
1: yeah and like final thoughts for this is you know i'm not a, i wouldn't consider myself a huge fan of jujutsu kaisen i have feel like i've made that clear many times <laughs> on this podcast but yeah I, I will give a shout out to this op just for being such a standout um, from a lot of what we a lot of the ops that we've we've seen now the only thing i cannot forgive about this op is the fucking lie that plays at the end of oh it. god yeah and i'm not going to spoil it but
0: yeah so that was a fucking lie (laughs) you you can't
1: do that to us man but other than that yeah kai kai kitan is a it's a vibe so what do you have next
0: so i'm gonna i'm gonna take us way back i mean og well not og anime i'm sure someone could argue there's something more og but for our generation an og anime and that is Sailor Moon, OP. <laughs> Moonlight Densetsu by Dolly, iconic. It's another one to me that that's filed under iconic alongside Tank for Cowboy Bebop. Um, and both the Japanese and the English versions are really good. Of course, we grew up with the English version here in the U.S., um, so it's more nostalgic than anything, but both versions are honestly super good. I would say visually, they're kind of standard shoujo stuff. But it's a good fit for this type of 90s anime. And plus, it looks super fucking aesthetic nowadays. The, the I will say, though, there's a very big difference between the visuals for the Japanese and the, I don't know if it's the U.S. version or the overseas version or the English version, whatever you would, um, you would call it. But the visuals for the Japanese version are far superior. It's very stylized and just screams 90s anime. Um, the visuals for, I'll just comment on the U.S. version because, you know, I'm here in the U.S. Um, that that one takes parts of the Japanese visuals, but um, they use a lot of what seems to be snippets from the actual show. So it's not nearly as badass as the Japanese version. So I think visually, the Japanese one is is better. Um, song-wise, they're both pretty on par. But I am kind of sad though because it's not. Neither of them are on Spotify. Oh. I wanted to add it to the three, two, one, let's jam playlist, but it's not there. <laughs>
1: there is a way to add stuff that's not on locally? spotify yeah locally, yeah. and that's what i for those of you who have looked or have found my playlist you might find some hidden tracks those are just on directly on my uh devices so unfortunately they can't be played across spotify and like on different devices but i can add this one please I got, do
0: <laughs> i want to jam out to moonlight densetsu
1: but it's a shame about you know having a different op for the american market like just give it i know like it's changed now like we have ops that are synonymous across i want it or i'll take that but i don't know if like it's that's just become a more recent thing because i know
0: so i'll just jump in really quick so when um when tsunami not even Tsunami, I guess kind of Tsunami, but when Adult Swim was like the, the mecca of anime for us here in the U.S., um, they skipped the OPs. I They kept the EDs, mm. and so I'm going to think directly to Inuyasha, because Inuyasha was my gateway anime. Um, they skipped the OPs, but they would always play the EDs, so I know all about Boku Tachiwa, I'll leave it at that, um, and, and all of those, but I think now maybe they play the OPs. I'm not sure. So I think outside of Adult Swim during that time, they never played any of the overseas or the Japanese um, OPs or EDs, but Adult Swim was unique in that they did play those. Mm. And I I get it, I guess. Back then, maybe it was weird to hear something in a different language. Nowadays, we've got plenty of stuff from all over the world um, being played here in the U.S. I was going to say more like
1: like Mm -hmm. stuff like Shaman King. I know our friend Aaron... I think, from from Under the Bun mentioned that, like, the opening for Shaman King here in the States was drastically different from, like, the Japanese opening. Yes. But I think, you know, as years have gone on, like, to more recent memory now that anime has become a little more mainstream, they've just kept the same OP for both audiences. And that's the way to do it. Yeah.
0: Because I feel like if you're a dub person, you're maybe missing out on some of the hype around certain anime because of Mm -hmm. how good the op or the ed is i mean case in point we're dedicating an entire episode to it
1: yeah moving on i think i have four left um for my ops but i will go ahead and go next with Gurenge by Lisa from Demon Slayer Season One.
0: Yes, let's go. That's on my list too.
1: Like once you hear the the suyoku naru in the beginning, it it's over.
0: Like, it's over. <laughs> done. KO'd. This
1: too, it it it's like an anthem because whenever this comes up on on a playlist, our friends will all just start singing it, and then no, no, no.
0: they'll start screaming, screaming it. it. The, the susume,
1: <laughs> like obviously, that's the part where um, everyone goes crazy um visuals wise it's just like a I call it a spark notes or cliff notes version of Tanjiro's Journey do those do those still exist Um, college students still use spark notes cliff notes
0: I don't know it's a good question I know I relied heavily on those in college
1: but then other than that you have other great shots especially of uh Muzan Jackson when he's in that room (laughs) that like um like that that revolving room. I don't remember th- what that location was called, but that when that comes on and you hear the guitar riff with the drum beats like yeah, right before the, the chorus, part. like yeah, it's such a hype hype part to for those visuals and music um, to both click together. And then after that, you have other shots of like the hashira and the the breathing forms which were impressive, especially in this OP. It almost like it feels like a lot of the animation here is like a hybrid of like two di- two dimensional and CG, um, but I was just blown away by like the the effects from the breathing form because it feels like the way that they're drawn, it's almost like the ukiyo-e art, mm-hmm. um, like that traditional Japanese art. So visuals wise, it, it's as stunning as as the song itself, and this song has become so iconic that I remember seeing a a video like a clip of the closing ceremony for the tokyo olympics this past year and they used like a a big band version of this song um for like a choreography oh that's awesome
0: (laughs) i think you showed me that yeah it's
1: just crazy but yeah this one song wise it's probably gonna be in the history books for anime ops
0: yeah i have to echo what you said talk about an emotional and epic song to fit an emotional and epic anime this one just it, it's another one that fits perfectly and i'll i agree with you on the coolest parts being that that bass drop um where you see like, nezuko's hair falling and then it, it oh, switches yeah, yeah. to kibutsuji, g aka michael jackson like that that's one of my favorite parts <laughs> along with i'm going to add one more Um, along with the part where Zenitsu jumps in front of Nezuko and hits that first form attack, but just like explodes with lightning outward. I I mean, I love that anytime he does it in the show, but seeing that in the OP, that's probably one of my favorite parts. All right, next up on my list, I'm sure for those of you who know what I love in terms of anime, you probably are expecting this to pop up at some point, and here it is. The next one is... Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part Four: Diamond is Unbreakable. No. Op One: Crazy Noisy Bizarre Town by the Do or the
1: Du. The, the Diamond is Unbreakable. Basically, band.
0: yeah. I think I think this is a a mix of it's like a like a an original band put together just to sing this song. Actually, and they aren't main,
1: all the songs for the OPs originals?
0: Um, I know they are for parts one through four. Oh yeah, and five because Coda is like kind of like an original.
1: Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and the second one.
0: Yeah, so they they I don't know like, like they came up with this band name the du or the D U and I think it stands <laughs> for Diamond is Unbreakable. But anyway, I just think
1: of Duong, <laughs> Duong, the...
0: the Duong gang. Yeah. <laughs> <What's> that <mean? laughs> Um, But it's my favorite JoJo OP, and I I told myself I was gonna be good, and I have like a full list in the honorable mentions of all my favorite OPs and EDs because they I love them so much. But I I was like I have to only pick one for the sake of this list, and it's it's Crazy, Noisy, Bizarre Town. The song is such a feel-good song. I could be having the worst day, and I'll instantly feel better when the song comes on. The colors and visuals are perfect for Josuke's story and the overall theme of JoJo because it is very eccentric, um, and it's set in the late 90s, I think, in ninety nine.
1: Yeah, if you listen to the second OP. Yeah, yeah, right. 1999 right. <laughs> Bizarre Summer.
0: Um, so the patterns and colors just scream 90s. It, it's just a great fit. I mean, the, the sky is yellow. I'll never kind of understand that one, but um, the, everything else just, it looks great. It just fits so well. And I'll, I'll leave it at that because I could go on and on about like every JoJo OP because I love JoJo so much.
1: I think my favorite part about this OP is towards the end where all the different characters are dancing. And then Okuyasu comes in and does the Oh, there's like like a fist (laughs) pump. Yeah, with both arms above his head. Um, It's great. And yeah, this one is just, it's the most feel good, I would say, out of all the Jojo OPs. Even with, you know, Great Days, which was the third OP for part four. Um, I think this one is my preferred OP for part four.
0: I will say... I struggled for the longest time to decide if Crazy, Noisy, Bizarre Town was my favorite or if Bloody Stream was my favorite. But I think my heart is telling me that this one, Crazy, Noisy, Bizarre Town, is my absolute favorite JoJo OP. But again, I won't I won't dive into it more because I could talk forever about anything JoJo. What's next on your list? Well, speaking of JoJo. Oh, shit. <laughs> this
1: one, like, again, us watching all of JoJo so far, it was hard not to pick OPs from that series. So... I really had to think about this one, but I only kept one on my list and that one is... Fighting Gold by Coda from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 5, Golden Wind. Oh my god, it's
0: <laughs> such a great OP.
1: Yeah, this one, I had a toss-up between this and Stand Proud, because I also love Stand Proud from Part 3, um, just because it has that 80s feel, like the 80s rock feel, and then you have Jotaro and all his, his buff glory um, taking <laughs> over that OP. But I think this one is another JoJo OP, that just does everything so well from the music to the visual design. I think we talked about this on one of our Strictly Jojo podcasts, um, and even just outside of that too, is that the aesthetic for this, it feels almost like a, watching a James Bond movie opening.
0: Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Yeah, because
1: it has shots of the characters, but it's also like just these like psychedelic images um, besides them. Um, and even the song itself has that espionage feel, which is sort of in line with what happens throughout, uh, part five. Um, and of course with that going from part four, your favorite part to part five, you have a really drastic change in animation style. And that's also apparent here in the OP because you have darker lines and shadows accompanied with this, the the darker tone of this song. So it's like, night and day basically like this is a serious part and i love that it also brought back uh coda who did the op uh, bloody stream from part two um because he i think he nails the song really well with his his sort of raspy voice and he's appeared one two three i think in three other songs for jojo so it's only fitting that he come back for a fourth one
0: yeah I, i so visually i think my favorite parts of this op are when you see mista running like just his feet and then he kind of stops and points his gun that's really Mm -hmm. cool that's very james bond um and then when a bakio falls (laughs) backwards so that was
1: another thing i got conventions well um, we would play the op and i think i had pretended to be a bakio and like his body like turns upside down because it's kind of like a what do you call those things
0: an hourglass
1: yeah the hourglass So I just tried to do that, but then just ended up flopping on a bed. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's great moments. Good times, um, good times.
0: Yeah, no, it's great. And I think song-wise, my favorite part of the song is when the chorus hits and and Coda says fighting gold, and then you hear the orchestra in the background Mm -hmm. do that. I don't know what you call it. Tell me.
1: It's kind of a glissando. A
0: glissando where it like- The
1: violin's like-
0: Yeah. Oh, it sounds so good. It sounds so James Bond. I love it so much.
1: And of course, like the most iconic part of the song is, is just Koda screaming the fighting gold. Yeah, and that's another one where our friends just go balls to the wall and screaming that out in this song, <laughs> like we'll go fighting gold, and then they'll just mumble the rest <laughs> because we don't know the Japanese well. Um, and I think my my love for this OP was only heightened because there is a parody of this on YouTube. Oh yeah, yeah, that uses. Um, spongebob characters and i believe it's squidward who takes over as Jorno, and i think most of the wait crew spongebob is like, was Jorno. no it was squidward i'm pretty sure um and then the rest of the crew is like the villainous character the more villainous characters of the show it's it's uh, it's squidward i'm looking at it right oh, now Oh, okay um and yeah you have uh
0: wait so then who was spongebob
1: I don't think SpongeBob makes an appearance in this. What the hell? It's all the, again, the quote-unquote bad characters of SpongeBob. Because you have Plankton, Karen, the Flying Dutchman, the Dirty Bubble, Man Ray. Like, they all take place of the the gang members from Passione. So, if you haven't watched that one, it's uh, on the YouTube channel Lure, L-O-O-E-R. Watch... Watch the original OP, then watch this one and compare and contrast, and it's fantastic.
0: It's very well done.
1: How many do you have on your list? I only have two, so two left? Two left. I
0: have one, two, three left. Okay. But I think we'll probably have another overlapping one is my guess. Okay. Um, but this one probably is not overlapping, and that is Tobit's OP, Let Me Be With You by Roundtable featuring (laughs) Nino. This is another throwback um, for all the folks who grew up with anime around the same time as me. This song is just such a vibe. The visuals don't do anything spectacular. However, for an early 2000s, I believe, anime, it was really aesthetic with all the slow-mo shots of Chi and Hideki with like colorful backgrounds. And again, it doesn't spoil anything like a lot of my other favorite OPs. It's just the two of them. But the show is just about, like, well, not just about the two of them, but they are the the main characters. And I don't know. I can't say much about it because there's really nothing that happens in this OP. It's just the two of them. But the song is great and it fits really well for the show. And I love Chobis when I watched it back in the day. So that's that's about it. I like this one. <laughs> this is the one that's like, <laughs> <laughs> yep. <Okay. laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm watching it now, and I haven't watched this show, but I'm just questioning why the girl has, it looks like, um like sheep ears. She's <laughs> a robot. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I remember you mentioning that, but it's just funny to look at out of context. I
0: actually cosplayed Chi, um, man, back at one of my first conventions. Uh, for those who don't know, I've been cosplaying for, 2022 will be my 20th year of going to anime conventions and cosplaying. So, yes, 20 years, almost 20 years I have been a fucking weeb who cosplays. But one of my very first conventions, I think the third or fourth one I ever went to, I cosplayed as Chi. And we made those ears out of foam and then attached them kind of like to our hair so they would be over our ears. And it was kind of annoying to wear. I didn't enjoy it. I couldn't mm-hmm. hear. But it's fine.
1: Now you have other materials that you can use now, like Warbler or Warbler. How, how far cosplay has gone. Yeah. <laughs> so like I said, I only have two left on my OP's list, but I think this one definitely deserves a spot, and that is... The national anthem of anime, which is Shinzo wo Sasageyo by Linked Horizon from Attack on Titan Season 2. If you aren't standing up hearing this song and putting your fist over your heart, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> Show some damn respect.
0: I have that on my honorable mentions list.
1: Oh no. Only because like I
0: like the visuals. They're they're fun to watch, but it's not like one of my favorite Op's visually, but the only note I wrote here is exactly what you said. Shinzo Ossasageo is the national anthem of anime. <laughs> that's it, and that's all I needed for this to be on honorable mentions.
1: I remember watching. There's a YouTube video of the band Linked Horizon um, performing this live, and one of the comments said, "Like, please rise for our national yeah. anthem." <laughs> and you know, like the the first two, Guren no Yumiya and uh, Jiyo, Jiyu no Subasa, um, they are fantastic in their own right but something about this just it works so well for Attack on Titan and like Shinzo sasagio is the rallying cry that you hear in the show especially with um Erwin um in a very uh commander Erwin in a very pivotal moment and yeah visuals wise it's ordinary AoT visuals but it's an extraordinary soundtrack um just to kind of point out some of the, my favorite parts of the visuals again if we were to line this up with other attack on titan ops it would be hard to tell the difference but again with the music being so epic here the shot of the scout banners once the chorus starts up that makes you want to stand up on your feet and and salute or put your hand over your heart and it honestly gives me goosebumps too because it's like feeling patriotic or a sense of nationalism for a country that doesn't even exist. It makes you
0: feel proud to be a (laughs) weeb.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That's that's how I feel. That's the best way to uh, put it. And again, I cannot compliment Linked Horizon more on how they've composed and performed the OPs for Attack on Titan thus far. I know they haven't done an OP yet for season four, and I say yet because we still have part two, and I'm hoping that they close up um not part two season four part two and i'm hoping they close out the final season with linked horizon because to not do so would just be a heinous crime and a mortal (laughs) sin
0: yeah it would feel kind of empty if they didn't have them
1: yeah but they just they embody what attack on titan is all about with its with its again its epic story um with the way that they blend the orchestral sounds with this rock anthem That just amps up the energy of the show to like 200 percent so again my fervent hope is that linked horizon does perform the final op for attack on titan come this january and if they don't i don't know what i'm gonna do we're gonna riot yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) no we won't do that and when i say that i get nervous because people send like death threats to the creators because they didn't like the the ending or whatever i'm like okay we're not gonna do that (laughs) But we will be very upset.
1: My disappoint my disappointment will be immeasurable, and my day will be ruined <laughs> if it doesn't happen. Uh, last thing that I'll mention about this op, rewatching it again in pre- uh, preparation for this episode, there's still no context to the animals that run with the beast titan. If mm. you remember,
0: I think they hinted at what that may be all about in the final season. Oh, is it, okay. The I mean, what is I that spoiler territory. If it we talk might
1: too much? be. Um, but, you know, th- I see, like, there's a dinosaur, a whale, a giraffe, an alligator. It's a giraffe. <laughs> and an elephant, which, again, watching out of context is kind of funny. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know if they're supposed to represent something with the Titans um, that we've seen on the show. But I just love that there was a YouTube comment on the OP that said, uh, it quoted, People who haven't watched AOT, why are there dinosaurs? People who have watched AOT why are there dinosaurs <laughs> <laughs> so yep <laughs> but yeah Shinzo wo I will proudly stand and put my fist over my heart every time
0: I'm taking us back yet again with the next one on my list and that is <laughs> Neon Genesis, Evangelion oh OP, boy. A Cruel Angels Thesis by Yoko Takah- Takahashi. Ha- Takahashi? I think I, was, I, missed, I already misspelled this. Anyway, iconic. I mean, just, just another one you can file away as, as iconic. Um, I mean, probably one of the first most popular anime OPs in existence. Even a gospel choir sang this song. It's on <laughs> YouTube. Yeah. Go so look it up. It's amazing. So, yeah, I mean, what, what more can I say? Just It's all you need to hear is a cruel angels thesis and you know exactly why it's on my favorites list visually it's good like it doesn't spoil anything it's got all best girls kind of half naked or full naked um at certain points and shots of like the avas and all this crazy stuff going on it's just as crazy and as fan servicey as the show itself so i think it's a, a solid fit but yeah that song dude it's just so good <laughs> like what the hell man it's a great song
1: I think the first time cuz I haven't watched um Neon Genesis Evangelion but the first time I actually heard the song was in a PewDiePie video. He did like a What the a, hell? <laughs> it was a clip compilation. It was only the part where it's like na 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 na. Oh. <laughs> um but then I went on to hear the full song and yeah, even not watching the show like this is another one that just deserves a spot in my anime playlist. Um and it is it is quite a, a 90s vibe. Is yeah. it was it from the 90s?
0: Yes. Okay. Uh, yes mal our good friend mal i mean i'm like 99 99%, 99.9 sure that evangelion like the original was from the 90s but yes original
1: run 1995 perfect 96 thank you so i only have one more on my op's list
0: i only have one more as well and Ooh. then we can move into eds which i'm sure is a much shorter list
1: mine's is actually i have a couple on eds but so I'm gonna take us way back with my final favorite OP. Like way, way back. Uh oh. And that is Pokemon. Gotta catch it's you and me. I know it's my
0: destiny. Pokemon, oh, you're my best friend in
1: a world must The original theme for Pokemon by <laughs> Jason Page from Pokemon <laughs> <laughs> Season 1. Like this was my favorite OP before i even knew what an op was (laughs) so so this this deserves a place um in my favorite ops to be
0: fair it's it's the u.s or the english op because there was a japanese op right
1: there is and i watched that too and listened to it and it's weird because the visuals for the japanese op it's basically the english op backwards like if you played the visuals in reverse that's the japanese op for that first season of pokemon
0: that's that's an interesting way of changing it up i guess
1: well yeah like any fan of anime or even outside of anime like they know this song this is like the
0: the epitome of an anime that our generation grew up with like i would Mm -hmm. say even more so than sailor moon i feel like more people probably grew up on pokemon than did sailor moon or anything else that came out during that time but it is it is on my honorable mentions so i'm right there with you
1: (laughs) i don't know like i remember playing this um on the piano at a convention once because like they just had a a piano in the hotel lobby and like everyone around was just reciting the song word for word it's another one of those like really iconic ones that that will never leave your mind that will never die yes because so much nostalgia behind it and obviously all the shots of the pokemon especially with uh what was it i just love when the haunter licks that charmander oh, um, yeah. at a really pivotal point in the song like it, the timing of it's just so funny so
0: yeah it's great it's like it just takes me right back the nostalgia is real for that one and the last one on my op's list is drum roll hunter hunter op1 departure by ono masatoshi (laughs) um let me be clear about this op it knows what it is it knows what this show is all about and it doesn't try to be anything but exactly that an adventure shonen anime op but it's a perfect fit for this show, and it's completely aligned to everything the anime has identified itself as. Um, it's just great. Like it, do- it doesn't. Like I said, it doesn't try to be anything that it's not, and I really, really appreciate that. And plus, the guy Ono Masatoshi over enunciates his words, and as a non-Japanese speaker, I really appreciate that because it makes the song easier to sing along to or to understand.
1: <laughs> yeah, basically. Um. Song-wise, I just love that it feels so '90s. I know the show came out, or this particular series came out in 2011, but obviously it's based on a manga that came out much, much long ago. Um, so I just love that it captures it's kind of like uh, the Pokemon OP. It just captures the the feel of like a, a '90s um, kids show uh, TV uh, TV kids show song. Yeah, even just though it's like, like this is has a definitely deeper plot than like a kid show oh
0: yeah for sure but like it it exactly mirrors what you get in the anime itself when you're watching hunter hunter and that's great it's kind of like how pokemon mirrors exactly what you get when you watch pokemon the Mm -hmm. same thing here um and there's nothing wrong with ops and eds being stylized or doing something unique or different because obviously a lot of those have shown up on our favorites list but there's also something to be said about one that just stays true to the show, and that's what this is. with a fucking amazing song that also stays true to the show. Mm-hmm. I feel like what we're listening to is um, what what it's like to be in Gon's head. <laughs> like that's what I feel like that that song is. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the ED list, which, like I said, I think will probably be a shorter list. Um, I only have four. How many are on your list?
1: I'm gonna shorten mine because I have quite a couple. Wait, how many? eight
0: eight okay let's do it i I can probably run through mine pretty quickly because i really don't have a lot of notes on them except for two um but i'll kick it off with my the first one on my list again no in no particular order but the first one on my list is (laughs) Clonad, <laughs> E.D., Dango Daikazoku by Chata. You have never seen Clonad. You don't what? understand what it's like to watch Clonad, goddammit. You just, if you want to have your heart ripped out and you want to fucking cry, watch Clonad. In fact, I i get choked up when I watch stuff. I'm not just talking about anime, but really anything. Movies, TV, video games. I get choked up, but I have never physically shed tears except for the one time I watched Clonad. And for those of you who have watched Clonad, you know exactly what part I'm talking about. It actually forced tears out of my eyeballs, down my cheeks. And so when you listen to Dango Dai Kazoku, at least for me, it's a simple, sweet song with simple, sweet visuals of a family of Dango. However, knowing what you know happens in the show, you pretty much cannot watch this ED without almost crying. And that's it. I'll leave it at that simple as that because you don't know what i'm talking about maybe someday you'll you'll be brave enough to watch clannad and understand what the memes are all about i think you're scaring
1: song. me to not watch this show <laughs> it's not scary
0: <laughs> it's just heart-wrenching and you just want to i don't know grab onto something and cry all day long <laughs> but anyway what's what's on your your ed list
1: so like i said i have eight um and there are some that i could probably take off but i'll start with one that's kind of ranked lower on my list which is oh, yes. I'm the great pretender. The Great Pretender by Freddie Mercury from Great Pretender.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I'm not surprised. You you really do enjoy you, you love the whole anime. I think this one was a a hit for you, right?
1: Yeah, maybe cuz uh, it it caters a lot to like western tastes the show itself, but um it's so funny that now Freddie Freddie Mercury is is an anime reference. Um, although I know that um, in Attack on Titan there is a Freddie Mercury Titan. Yes, yeah, so, there is. <laughs> um, but obviously, like this was a great song choice for a show called Great Pretender. Um, it's not the original version of the song, but you know Freddie Mercury just has that great voice. Um, and I guess I I like this ED in particular because. It's kind of like JoJo, where it it takes a song. It's a not particularly Japanese song, but it still works well. Um, again, with the context of the show, and v- visuals-wise for this, I don't know. It, it felt like watching like watching a children's storybook, but it it gives you a bit of a background on Laurent's character and his relationship with Dorothy. Was that her name, Dorothy?
0: Yes, uh,
1: long before we f- we found out about their story, um, in the show, um, and again, it, it's a very unique style, you can, almost like watching like a children's storybook come to life, because um, it's a lot of like cats that kind of stand in It Kind of has the like characters. a like a
0: watercolor look to it. Yeah,
1: um, so there's another ed that again, music and visuals kind of pair well together. But there are a lot more iconic ones on my list.
0: <laughs> well, next up on my list, this one is very true, very very near and dear to me because I've already mentioned it earlier in this discussion, but um, Inuyasha was my gateway anime. So the next ED on my list is... <laughs> Minoyasha, ED2, Fukaimori by Do As Infinity. And this one, I would firmly say, would be the ED of my life soundtrack. It's just great. Boku Tachiwa. Just like with Code Geass, Jibunwo, all you need to hear is Boku Tachiwa and you know exactly what ED the person is talking about. I was a big fan of Do As Infinity until they broke up, so I, I very much love their music. The song is a classic. It makes you want to sing your heart out. Um, and do you really want to know why people love this ED so much? The, the true reason. Not only because of Bokutachi-wa. F- Fukai Mori is the actual title, but you know what I mean? The, mm-hmm. the part where they hit Bokutachi-wa. The real reason is the one and only Maru. That's it. He's basically the entire ED. It's just visuals of him standing or walking around looking all Sundade and his hair and fur on his shoulder are blowing around in the wind. That's literally like 95% of this this OP. In the middle, there's kind of like um, some flashes of some of the other characters. But you know a character is popular if that's all you need to have in the ED to make this hype as fuck and to please the fans. People simp for Sashomaru, and I I don't blame him I totally understand why and I think that's why this ED is extra special
1: I was also gonna say the memes about um hearing this at like 3 a.m Oh, when you turn <laughs> it up and there's like that kid crying and he's got his yeah. arm up
0: he's like yes let's go that's um, what this song is
1: yeah I haven't watched the show but I, I know of that meme and someone also did a mashup of this song with WAP Oh, that's if right. If you remember. And it <laughs> thematically, I'm sure they don't match. But musically, it, it works well. So it's somewhere on YouTube if you want to give that a listen. Um, It's not for the faint of heart, obviously. <laughs> but
0: What's next on your list?
1: I'm going to do another lower priority ED on my list, but one that's just funny. <laughs> and it's another Netflix original, and that is... Hold Me Now by Carolyn Tuesday from Carolyn Tuesday.
0: Oh, I love that song. <laughs> I forgot about that one. I wouldn't say it's on my favorites, but that would be an honorable mention for me for sure.
1: Yeah, like the whole show was feel good. I felt like there wasn't a lot of drama on it. Um, and same with this song. It was just a feel good. It starts off with really like bubblegum pop sounds. Um Visuals-wise, to quote SpongeBob, it's just a bunch of cheap walk cycles, of both <laughs> Carol and Tuesday. They're, like, walking separately, and then eventually they start walking towards each other, symbolizing their relationship in the show. Um, I think the one reason that I love this ED is that this, kind of like your Gintama song, it syncs up well with... Uh, what a fool believes by the doobie brothers yeah no
0: i can't hear it (laughs) (laughs)
1: um i'm not gonna provide a sample of it now but if you know that song just pair it up with hold me now and you can hear the parts where it just sounds the same um but that's the only reason i or one of the only reasons i love this this ed it, it just makes you feel happy, too, when you hear it come on.
0: It's a really, really good ED. That's probably one of my favorite songs off the soundtrack, and it has a great soundtrack.
1: Yes, especially Galactic Mermaid. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if you haven't watched on Tuesday and you love a feel-good music anime, definitely watch that one. All right, next up on my list... Um... I'm gonna i'm gonna switch my order here again no particular order it's just the way I, I wrote them out but i'm gonna switch this up because i guarantee well i don't know guarantee but probably you have one of these on your list so the next one on my list is yintama season seven silver soul arc ed Hana Ichimonme by Burnout Syndrome. Oh,
1: that was actually on my honorable mentions. So this
0: (laughs) this one's interesting because I think a lot of what drives these OPs and EDs to be our favorites, it's the song. The song is like the highlight of OPs and EDs, but this is actually backwards for me. The song is good. I actually didn't like it at first, but it grew on me very quickly. Um, And I'm not super crazy about burnout syndromes, but... I would say the, my favorite part about this, ED is actually the visuals. It's basically extremely clean and well-drawn sketches of the main characters, and they look really, really nice. I don't know if the creator, Sorachi, drew these or who drew them, but I love them. You know when you just see like, a piece of art, and you could just stare at it for hours. That's what I, that's the vibe I get when I watch the visuals for this ED. Um, My favorite part is when Gintoki raises his sword, but then it switches as, like, the arm is raising up. Um, It switches to shots of all the major characters with their weapons. That was a really cool moment for me, and I thought very, um, very unique and very stylized. It is super, super spoilery, though, because at one point... I'll just say it. At one point, it basically shows everybody who's died so far in the show. Wow. Yeah. So be very careful if you're going to watch this, but you haven't seen Gintama yet or you're not all caught up. It's like straight up in like the middle, of it, all of a sudden they just start showing you everyone who's died. So be very, very careful. I'm warning you now. Um, but it's fantastic and visually just one of my favorites. And now you like the song too, actually. It's on your Spotify. Yeah, playlist, I've
1: played haven't? it a lot. Um, I know Burnout Syndrome has done one other song that – from a show we watched uh what was it oh, the snow white notes they did the op for that yeah um but no, I, I love this song even not having watched uh, gintama yet just because there's a very nostalgic feel to it and this was the last ed for the show right no there's oh, one more okay. so
0: the silver soul arc is like the last arc and this is the first ed of that arc. Oh, i think there's okay. a second one that comes up i'm pretty sure
1: I was going to say that it it serves as a perfect capstone to the series, but I guess that doesn't doesn't make sense now. But I still love the song. Next on my list, um, this one you might kind of find surprising, but it is... Illumina by Nightmare from Death Note.
0: Oh, that is surprising.
1: Um, I know like Nightmare did the OP for Death Note, and it's the... Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> uh, but this one is obviously a much more subdued song. Um, you get visuals of mostly of light with these very foreboding shots as he's planning out his the stuff that he wants to do with the de- Death Note. Um, a lot of muted grays and um, blacks and whites save for like splashes of blue and red. So um, uh, it's kind of like watching an an old film with slight color. But just the songs really stuck with me, and I didn't expect it to because I don't particularly lean towards this sort of uh, music genre. But I think just the the composition of it, it sounds almost like a a classical fugue mixed with rock and heavy metal um, that is very much in line with lights as a character too like a very prim and proper on the outside but really dark and heavy thoughts on the inside and i think that's what this song encompasses so well and why it works as the first ed for death note
0: well the last one that i have on my list um i i feel like you might have this one on your list so we'll see and that is Cowboy Bebop ED, the real folk blues oh. by the Seatbelts featuring Mai Yamane. It's it's just it just oozes classic cool jazz. Her voice is so unique and it just fits Bebop. And the images are pretty much like Spike's story um, with Julia, and it's really cool. And I think when you pair that with the OP, they just they go well together. They just work. Sometimes OPs and EDs are very different, like in Jujutsu Kaisen. Very different mm-hmm. OP from the ED. But here, I feel like these are paired very nicely together. And I think it keeps that theme of bebop going each and every episode. So I won't dive too much into it, but I think it's just great. And I love that song. That song's been on my playlist since since bebop was airing. Like, it's it's been on my playlist forever.
1: Yeah, it's a great closure to the show no matter which episode. Even if it's like a happy-go-lucky one or a serious one. Um, as soon as it hits, like it hits real hard, especially that uh, paired with that opening shot of the rose. Um, once the band kicks in, and I'm pretty sure a lot of this ED is it's like black and white vignettes of spikes past. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize that because I was just so enamored with listening to the song that I wasn't paying attention to the visuals. But yeah, like you said, it's very rare for anime to have both a great op and a great ed but cowboy bebop being on its own like level (laughs) in the ranking of anime it's it's deserving of having both
0: yeah i mean i'm looking at you right now and on the wall behind you is a cowboy bebop poster like a i guess an official image from funimation
1: yeah i forgot which convention we got that from but but there you go mm mm-hmm so now I have four remaining um, on my list of favorite EDs. Um, I'll just kind of go through these a little bit quickly because this is a pretty long episode. I didn't expect it to be so long. Hey, I'm loving, I'm
0: loving this discussion. I hope everyone listening is loving this discussion. I think there's, there's a certain kind of magic that happens when you talk about anime OPs and EDs, and it's great.
1: Yeah, and so I'll start off my last four with Shikino Uta by Minmi from Samurai Champloo.
0: Ooh, that's a good one.
1: Yeah, um, the whole soundtrack for Samurai Champloo is brilliant. Um, again, from the mind of Shinichiro Watanabe, and I believe New was involved with this. So very prominent um, m- uh, hip hop head, I would say. I like, I know he passed away um, some time ago, but I think his influence on the show is, is very clear with like the the music of hip-hop mixed in with um the traditional soundtrack of anime or traditional japanese music i want to say um visuals wise you get fu's backstory and all these very stylized almost noir settings of japanese nature and the time period of the show itself but i think i just love the the hip-hop beat of this song mixed in with um, minmi's vocals and it's Again, kind of complementing the same blend of anachronism that you can see on the show with, again, the hip-hop music with the traditional Japanese setting. So, Shiki Ota, a very good ED. Um, next, I'm kind of going by hype level <laughs> with these remaining EDs. Um, the next one I have is... Shout Baby by Rokuoshiku Shakai from My Hero Academia Season 4. Um, another Season 4 My Hero song that I'm in love with. Um, and it just like the OP, this is probably one of the only EDs in My Hero that I ever paid attention to. Um, I've listened to the band so much. I'm not going to pronounce their name again because it's it's so complicated, but I've listened to them so much after hearing this ED and they have fantastic music besides this song. And then you have the like throwback shots of a lot of the pro heroes and even the villains and some of the older students at UA um, mixed in with these very pensive shots of the current class 1A um, as they're all like having thoughts before going to bed and oh there's my the, god the shot of um mirio
0: my boy mirio <laughs> that pained me every time yeah. this ed played. i love it too but then you get just, and it's like very subtle you have to like actually be looking in the the block of pictures and see mirio like basically screaming and crying mm-hmm. in the darkness of his room oh my god that was so horrible
1: yeah he basically embodies the feeling of this whole song um but again this being the only ed i paid attention to in my hero it, it's um, one of my favorites now two more um and these both have respective levels of intense hype but um my next favorite ed going back to jojo is Roundabout by Yes from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Parts 1 and 2. And it's so funny because we know that JoJo's EDs use a lot of American music, but it's funny because this, the fact that they use this song, um, created almost like a snowball effect outside of like the anime itself because if you go to Yes's YouTube videos for Roundabout, it used to be clogged up with JoJo references. Besides, used like, to be. <laughs> well, no, it used to be, because I went to the official videos now for Roundabout, and they turned off comments. Oh no! <laughs> Come
0: on, man.
1: <laughs> so I feel like yeah, it's because you know all of these weebs were just flooding their comment section with JoJo references that you know the normies didn't understand, um, which just makes me think like they know. they probably know now what jojo's bizarre adventure is and are probably really fucking annoyed by it but going to the ed itself i just love that you know compared with the shots um in parts one and two of like the almost like the stone masks history or whatever like the carvings on the walls and the like shots of the characters that appear in each part and in each episode they have a varied use of the song itself so you're not always hearing the same section of the song um, every episode like they they take bits and parts of it because it's like a seven minute song and they integrate it with things that happened in that particular episode so if it's a very somber one they'll take a very slow part of the song or if it's a very intense episode they'll take like the intense guitars one of the tense guitar solos of the song so it's very versatile in how this song is used and of course it's it's a classic now um, in the jojo fandom so roundabout yes. Yes. yes 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 to yes 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 and my final favorite ed and i'm surprised this didn't end up on your list but you've mentioned it already is That's right. Lost in Paradise by Ali featuring Aklo from Jujutsu Kaisen season 1. And I will consider this to be the ED of my life as well.
0: <laughs> oh, there you go. I was going to I was waiting for it too. I was going to ask or, or remind you like which is which is the ED of your life. Yeah. But I could definitely see this one being yours. Just
1: because it doesn't fit with anything else in this show. Like the visual style of it it's it's like watching um like a clothing commercial for gap or old navy uh, because it has these past pastel 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 colors pastel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then like these um, rough sketches of each character and they're just grooving to this fantastic song um, it is a shame that the band broke up and there's like a whole controversy behind it which is why you don't hear the song anymore on like music streaming services i still have it on our or my spotify playlist but again it's a local file so you can't hear it um, on other devices but yeah i don't know how this song and ed were meant to fit in with jujutsu kaisen because it doesn't but i still love it it's just that great and i now have a shirt from uniqlo's collection um inspired by jujutsu kaisen it's of itadori um, one of the shots of him in this ed again drawn in that sort of sketch style so that rounds out my list of favorite eds and i think i ended it on a very high note
0: oh yeah that's a good one and one that got mentioned um in from one of our instagram followers so i'll i'll be sure to mention that in a little bit but I'm thinking for our honorable I'm using the word mention a lot <laughs> unintentionally <laughs> um, for our honorable mentions we can probably run through these lists because mine's long because there's just so many that are great but I don't really have like notes for each of them they're just ones that I love for one reason or another um, so I can just like go through them and then do you want to go through them? Sure okay. Um, I am adding one as I'm typing, so that's probably why I'm talking kind of weird right now. But there's one more I wanted to add because it's really good. So yeah, again, our honorable mentions were basically um, any OP or ED where, for example, the song might be really, really great, but the visuals are boring um, or vice versa. Or if it's a song that we love, but we haven't watched the anime, so we don't really know if it fits in very well with the anime. Um, or just other ones that you know we, we just simply enjoy, but we wouldn't call it an absolute favorite so i'm going to start off as i mentioned earlier i told myself that i would be good and just pick one jojo op or ed for my favorites list otherwise the list would be super fucking long but i had to put the rest of my my quote-unquote favorites on my honorable mentions and in order they are jojo part two battle tendency op bloody stream by coda jojo part five gold wind op one fighting gold by coda Jojo Part 3, Stardust Crusaders, ED1, Walk Like an Egyptian by the Bangles, because why why the fuck not? It's amazing. Jojo Part 4, Diamond is Unbreakable, ED. I Want You by Savage Garden. Jojo Part 5, Golden Wind, ED1, Freaking You by Jodeci, because that's what? awesome. And I did forget to put Jojo Part 1 and Part 2, ED. Um, yes. Phantom about- Phantom Blood right. and, and Battle Tendency, ED. Um, yes, by or no roundabout by yes <laughs>
1: no or yeah roundabout Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay so that's that um the other ones are as i mentioned attack on titan season 2 op shinzo osasageo by linked horizon the national anthem of anime bakemonogatari op four rain eye circulation by kana hanazawa um i watched bakemonogatari back in 2009 when it first aired so i honestly don't remember a ton about the show i do need to rewatch it but this song is just so great it just makes you feel all bubbly and happy Um, Death Note OP 1, The World by Nightmare. Uh, uh, Yes, because literally that, it's very memeable and it's very iconic. Yu Hakusho OP. Um, Hohoemi no Bakudan by Matsuko Mawatari. This is a great song, just like the Sailor Moon one. That's, That's amazing both in the Japanese and English versions. It's the epitome of 90s anime openings, and it's just a great song. FLCL, aka Furikuri ED, Ride on Shooting Star by The Pillows. Just a chill as fuck song. I noticed
1: you added that on the playlist. I did because
0: I forgot <laughs> to put it on the playlist, and then I was going through this list, and I was like, "Shit, I gotta put that on the playlist." Really funny story, super quick. Um, one of my early experiences, um, when I was cosplaying, I think one of my first conventions. We we had my parents there um, as chaperones because we were pretty young. I think I started cosplaying in like eighth grade. And so this is one of the first. And so my my dad was going downstairs to pick up or, pizzas that we ordered with one of my friends. And on the way back up, he's like, who is here as like a special guest? Because there was a huge crowd of people screaming. And then we were like right next to a bunch of these guys from Japan. And he's like, people kept kept calling them like the blankets or something. And my jaw dropped because the pillows we were at that convention that year. I saw it on the the schedule or whatever. And so my dad was standing right next to the pillows.
1: Wow. And I was
0: like, man, you didn't even know. And you called them the blankets. <laughs> <laughs> but it's OK. Um, he doesn't watch anime. Uh, let's see here. Rent a Girlfriend OP, Centimeter by The Peggy's. Because The Peggy's never have a bad song. And they always put out bangers. And this song has to be one of my favorites from The Peggy's. Visually, nothing super noteworthy. It's just a typical shojo opening. Um, but it's really cute when the girls are dancing at the beginning. Urumichi Onisan Dream by Mamoru Miyano, because wow. that, that's another ED, kind of like how you mentioned with Jujutsu Kaisen, where it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't fit at all, but it looks awesome. It looks super stylized. The song is just fucking cool. Um, and, of course, Mamoru, Mamoru Miyano is Light Yagami's voice actor, so that's always cool um okay two more hunter hunter actually three more hunter hunter ed1 just wake by fear and loathing in las vegas (laughs) why why do i like this song i should not like this song but i do i think it's mostly the edm parts remind me of something you'd hear at an anime convention rave (laughs) like literally i'm like i'm at an anime convention rave anytime the song comes on um but yeah i don't know why i like it i just i do Pokemon, U.S. opening, gotta catch them all or whatever it's called. and We already talked about that. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it's just called Pokemon. <laughs> and last but certainly not least is Yu-Gi-Oh!, the English or US OP, because it's time to duel. Duel. Ooh, okay that's my honorable mentions list all right your turn ready go
1: Ooh, okay <laughs> honorable mentions for ops a lot of these are just based on the song itself and not so much the visuals um just because they are all bangers in their all all own right first one i started off or that i put and oh wait no this isn't one that we talked about previously but the first one is egao ni aitai which is I Want to See a Smiling Face by Rei Hamada. This is the OP for Marmalade Boy. Just has that very classic 90s vibe to it. Um, and visuals, it's just typical 90s, was well, it shoujo anime? Yeah, Like shoujo. for girls or for romance or whatever. So there's that. Uh, second honorable mention, I've already mentioned, uh, Departure by Masatoshi Ono from Hunter x Hunter. Third is Star Marker from Kanaboon. Uh, from My Hero Academia Season 4. Just all the stuff I love from My Hero is from Season 4. Um, <laughs> this one, it's that feel-good bunkasai uh, visual um, and song, so always puts me in a good place when I hear it. Next is Shufu no Michi by, oh, God, I'm going to butcher this, Uchikubi Gokumon Dokokai <laughs> 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 from Way of the House Husband because, you know, as shitty as the animation on that show is, the heavy metal housework vibe to this is great um abc taiso by mamoru miyano and nana mizuki from uremichi Onisan, san um, that cynical children's show theme um, that talks about how depressing adult life is but just have your oni guide you
0: to the tune of a children's song <laughs> yeah
1: and I, I remember i put this on earlier and i just came into to the room you were in and just started vibing to it you did because <laughs> <laughs> it's just a great song um Next, this is actually the only honorable mention for JoJo I put on, um, but it's uh, JoJo Sono Chi no no Chiyoku, or End of the World by the Stars from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 3. You know, I I, I love uh, Stand Proud, and I think that's a classic, but I think this is just an underrated JoJo OP for, again, the visuals of it being the final part of Part 3, and like the intensity of it, coupled with the fact that they reunited um, the first three singers of the first three OPs for, for JoJo, um, and they do great ora-oras at the end. <laughs> they do. <laughs> In their, their own versions. Um, last honorable mention for OP that I have is actually My War by Shinsei Kamate-chan from Attack on Titan, the final season. I know this one caught everyone off guard when they first watched it, because stylistically it looks nothing like the other ops from attack on titan it's more almost it feels like a watching like a war propaganda film but it fits with what happens in the first part of. and there's no spoilers which is great yes i felt like i was watching a world war ii film at first and i was like what happened to attack on titan but it makes sense again without spoiling too much of what happens in the final season uh first half
0: my favorite meme from that really quick um was when that when like the first episode aired and like that that op was in there someone like had it on youtube and they slapped that john travolta (laughs) like from um uh from pulp fiction where he walks around he's like what the fuck is this (laughs) that was everyone's (laughs) reaction like what the fuck is this (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: but it it started to grow on me um even though like shinsei kamate chan's first song um that they did for attack on titan was the really creepy season i want to say season 2 ed with the the warped voice or whatever um, but yeah, this has grown as a as a nice a final, almost final anthem for the show. Um, so that rounds out my honorable mentions for OPs and my honorable mentions for EDs. First off was actually Fukaimori by Do as Infinity from Inuyasha. Again, I haven't watched the show, but I just know how much of a vibe that is. Mm-hmm. Um, I also had Just Awake by Fear and Loathing in Las oh, Vegas. Oh, yeah, there's a comma yeah. in there. <laughs> there's a random comma. I think that's
0: to avoid copyright. <laughs> yeah, with
1: the, the, the movie. Um, but that ED being from Hunter, Hunter, Hunter. Um, that song has no fucking idea how to categorize itself because it, it starts off poppy, then it goes into ravey, then it goes into screamo. And, and then it, at one
0: point there's a jazz section. Right oh, <laughs> yes, yeah, so the full version
1: has a jazz section. So this song has no idea what it's doing, and it has no right to go hard, but it goes hard anyway, and that's why I love it as an honorable mention third i have mr raindrop by amplified from gintama hell yeah (laughs) again i've not watched gintama but i heard this once in the background while you were watching it and then i went to see the visuals and it's just that character elizabeth walking (laughs) again another cheap walk cycle (laughs) but it just fits fits very well um both music wise and i guess ed wise um Hana Ichimonme by Burnout Syndromes, another one from Gintama uh, that I've already mentioned. It makes listening to it makes me feel nostalgic for some reason. Um this was one that you wanted me to mention, so I put it as an honorable mention. I
0: did, I don't remember.
1: It's Karebairo no crescendo or crescendo of Withering Leaf by Mizushima Yasuhiro from Marmalade Boy. Oh, that one's a it's
0: that's a banger. <laughs>
1: it's the second ED. Um and I haven't finished the show yet, but the the fi- I think I'm on the final arc and the it has a third ED. It does not hit as hard as this one. This one it's that 80s 90s banger.
0: Oh my god. If you love late 80s early 90s music, you have got to listen to this. yeah What was it again for the people who want to listen to it?
1: Carebairo no crescendo from Marmalade Boy. Just search Marmalade Boy uh second ED and it'll show up. It's, it's so good. Oh my it's god. It's just moody shots of the main male love interest and then the female love interest of the show shows up at the end so nothing spectacular visuals wise but i don't i, I call this kind of like the a japanese hall and Oates song yeah <laughs> just has it hits the same beats hits the same feel um and finally my honorable mention for eds and courtney is going to hate this oh but it's going to be a throwback for our friends Hare Hare Yukai from the melancholy of Haruhi (laughs) Suzumiya. Oh
0: my god, I hate Haruhi (laughs) Suzumiya. I
1: forgot how I stumbled upon this song. It was back in college, but we started playing it, and then I watched the choreography of it, and so I started doing the dance, and just at random moments, um, I would start playing this in the car or just at a friend's house, and we would all break out into the dance. But you hate Haruhi, but I love the song. So, I know you love to torment uh, <laughs> me by playing it at
0: random times too. And I I apologize I guess to anybody who loves haruhi I know there's a big fandom. I gave it a fair shot. I watched the entire thing and I just couldn't and I'll leave it at that.
1: But I just love the song. I've yeah, lost I lost the show. You do. <laughs> <laughs> so, I I'm going to play it. Now. It's it's not, it is now on Spotify so no please spare me don't put on this uh,
0: if you put on the playlist i'm just gonna skip it when we're listening together (laughs) again
1: to promote my playlist it's three two one let's jam anime playlist on spotify
0: all right there you have it folks our favorite ops and eds as well as a long list of honorable mentions because there are just so many good ones out there i really hope we revisit this topic i hope we do a part two at some point
1: i was thinking we could probably do one like for every year of yeah, because you know I mean?
0: every yeah every year there's more and more great OPs and EDs that pop up. So I'm sure we'll we'll have a part two down the road. Um, but as mentioned at the start of this episode, we did receive um, a lot of Instagram submissions because we asked everybody on Instagram that follows us to send in whatever your favorite OP or ED is. And if you're not following us on Instagram, we are at the Strictly series. Please follow us and check out our our posts about anime shit and sometimes we love to ask these types of questions engage what you guys think about certain anime topics so for these ed OP and ed submissions um we got from take the wheel 64 Haku show yes got that mm-hmm. one on there for sure between the gutters said cowboy bebop of absolutely course. can't miss that one tam x bean actually listed a ton like you've got great taste you've got departure absolutely <laughs> shinzo osasageo yes. absolutely yes. crybaby absolutely yes um neon genesis op absolutely yes. yes and then one that i'm not familiar with which is the fire force op neither of us have watched that so oh, i think that's I need on my to... list yeah it's on your list
1: fire force yeah
0: oh shit i gotta listen to it then because i don't think i've ever heard it
1: oh no i meant the shows on my list but oh, oh okay
0: but... um yeah so i'll have to jump on youtube and, and listen to that one Um, Also from Tamix, being from, I guess, the ED side of things. Favorite ED from Mob Psycho 100. Mm. That's high on our watch list. I think we'll be watching Mob Psycho hopefully soon in the next couple of months. But that that one is up there on our watch list. Um, From you a.k.a. you, Carl, from here at the Strictly Series, you sent in Boku no Pico. <laughs> that was a so Yeah, know, I know.
1: But I don't know what the hell the OP is or whatever. When there.
0: I saw that, I'm like, yeah, okay. Boku no Pico OP. I don't even know what that is. I don't want to know. I don't want to touch it. <laughs> but, yes, thank you for sending that in to You're me. You're welcome. Um, our good friends at Anime Headliners said, ah, too many to name. Maybe OP, or sorry, maybe Bleach OP7 After Dark and ninety nine point nine Mob Psycho Mob Psycho opening and o- Op thirteen. Um, so I'm not familiar with either of those. Do you?
1: I like how they listed almost like classical songs are called by like number three, Opus fourteen. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> but what is it?
0: It's so it's Bleach Op seven um, an, and yeah. Mob Psycho opening.
1: I'm not Um, familiar with Yeah,
0: neither of which we're familiar with, but we'll definitely have to look into those. Um, I know Bleach has some bangers for sure. Uh, From Disuko Dandy, both Shield Hero OPs are pretty good. I completely agree. Those are awesome. And the EDs actually are really good too. Um, Shield Hero just has really good shit all around. From Nerdsferatu. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) great, great great username. Nerdsferatu. Uh, (laughs) Psychopaths Namai no Nai Kaibutsu. Yeah. Um, And so we asked because we haven't watched this either, and I did, uh, we did ask people on Instagram stories as well if we should watch *Psychopaths*. It got an overwhelming yes. So that has now been added to our watch list as well. And I've had my eye on it. I just needed that push to finally put it on the watch list. From Yowie Demons, uh, we got <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist Ending 5. I have not seen that either, so I'm not familiar, but that's another one that we'll look up. And from Dabala Bikes, um, our friend Emily D., uh, she said, and I think you're going to appreciate this, not one person said Jujutsu Kaisen Lost in Paradise ED question mark. Yes. Word. Thank you,
1: Emily. Yeah, I was like, same thing. I'm <laughs> I'm honestly
0: surprised. That one is, it's a standout. It's very, very different from a lot of EDs. It's it's kind of, it has the material to be iconic. I wouldn't say it's iconic yet, I but it has, to, yeah. it has the makings of an iconic ED. I
1: forgot to mention, it's a meme in itself because there are YouTube videos now of characters from other anime in the style of this um, ED. Because there's one for JoJo. Uh, there's one for attack on titan so yeah I'm, i was surprised no one mentioned this one either yeah but thank you emily for yeah thank that you up. emily
0: that, that's a great a great one these are all really good submissions so thank you everyone who sent um uh, sent these into us like we said we'll probably have a lot of other questions and polls and stuff Um, on our instagram because we we love to kind of gauge what you guys are thinking um and what some of your favorites or or recommendations are so again if you haven't done so already do follow us on instagram at the strictly series and with that this has been such a fun discussion episode like i said earlier i was looking forward to this for quite some time i'm glad we finally did it i can't wait to do a part two in the future and hopefully you all enjoyed listening to it um, if you do have any other OPs or EDs that we missed or that we should definitely check out, please reach out to us on Instagram at the Strictly Series, at Twitter, um, at Strictly Series. That's one thing you have to note. With our Instagram and our Twitter handles, they're slightly different. Instagram is at the Strictly Series. Twitter is at Strictly Series. Um, on our website, thestrictlyseries.com, you can reach out to us there. Um, we've got an email link and Yeah. Please contact us. Let us know because then we can add those to our list for when we revisit this in the future.
1: Yeah, my playlist definitely needs more OPs and EDs to kill demons or slay titans, too. We got to add to the 15 <laughs> hours worth of music. Yeah, let's make it an even 24.
0: <laughs> but yes, thank you so, so much for sticking around, for joining us on this awesome discussion episode. We love you guys so much. We love when you guys reach out to us. We love knowing that you enjoy hearing us ramble about anime, all sorts of topics, all sorts of reviews on all sorts of shows. And we hope that you continue listening and continue loving our weirdness and our, our thoughts about stuff on anime. <laughs> but yes, thank you so much. We appreciate you all very, very much. And that wraps up episode 57 of Strictly Anime. Shout out to HALT57. If you enjoy the podcast and would like to support the show, then head over to patreon.com slash thestrictlyseries and subscribe on your favorite podcast streaming service so you can be notified when new episodes premiere every Monday. Follow us on Instagram at the Strictly Series and on Twitter at strictlyseries and connect with us there or on our website, thestrictlyseries.com to share your thoughts on the anime we review or on any OPs and EDs. You'll also find more info on Strictly Jojo, our other podcast dedicated to Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Thank you so much for listening, and as always, stay safe, stay healthy, stay weeb. Welcome to Strictly Anime, a podcast for anime reviews and discussions by casuals for casuals. My name is Courtney.
1: And I am Carl.
0: This is episode 57.
1: (laughs) What did we do? i started laughing. I knew I was going to do that. (laughs)